Hey Dragons, welcome to another episode of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. This episode features Kelly Ryan, a good friend of mine from Arizona. She has a really interesting fitness journey that I hope you enjoy. One or two things that you need to know about this episode. It was recorded on September of 2014, so some things are a little dated. It also features uh, Ted Davis, one of our old partners, who does do some interviewing in this. And the beginning, I did keep five minutes of a conversation that was happening prior to the re actual recording of the podcast because I thought it was really interesting and y'all would like to hear it. Work out, nerd out. In the basement rolling dice, rolling dice, I'm a wizard. When we play, we do it right. Candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind, in my mind. Just for kicks. DM says you're gonna die. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. When I saw Serenity the first time, we were, um, we got to see a special screening. Nathan Fillion was actually in our audience. He came to our theater and, and saw it. What? Yes, it was amazing. And so Fillion's in the crowd watching the movie with us, and I have to pee so badly, but I don't want to get up in the middle of the movie because I don't want Fillion to think that I'm leaving <laughs> in the middle <laughs> of the movie. And so I sit there for the longest time, and I'm like, no, I got to go. I, this is, I drank this giant Sprite. I'm not going to make it. And so I, I leave. <laughs> I run out of the theater right Wash dies, and I, I see it, and then I run out of the theater, and I come back, and I turn to Erin, and I said, all right, so Wash is okay, right? I mean, like, that was just, that was just a thing, right? And she was like, no, he's, no, he's gone. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm serious. When I left, I know, I get that that happened, but everything's okay, right? And she's like, I, okay, this is not going <laughs> to go over well. Oh, that's how we all felt. Right? It was sad. Do you know what I've done to make my life a little bit more Firefly-filled? Hmm. I pretend that Dollhouse is just the Firefly prequel. <laughs> it's the reason why everybody leaves Earth. And, okay. All and right. that way I can be like, now I have two more seasons of Firefly. I can I can get behind that. Yeah. Dollhouse wasn't my fave, though. N nor was it anybody's. No. But it was intriguing. It was. It had an excellent concept. And I feel like Dollhouse is actually... I mean, it's different, obviously, but done better as Orphan Black. Yes. Orphan Black is fantastic. So, but I think with the right person in there, like, Tatiana Maslany, she's fantastic as all those characters. Have you watched both seasons? I guess no. That's it. Oh. I haven't watched any seasons. Amazing. I just know the premise. It is incredible. Like, she plays all these different clones, and she, you believe she's five different people. Okay. You know, and there's even scenes where she's playing a clone pretending to be one of the other clones, and you actually believe, you know, I'm like, oh, no, that's that one playing that one. But it's the same actress the whole time. I'm like, she's she's incredible. Yeah. So I highly recommend it, and I really think that's what Dollhouse could have been had it kind of had a little more tweaking and a little less Eliza Dushku. I know how you feel about her, but... I'm not... Uh, I can take her later. Aw, Faith. Although... <laughs> Thanks, Ted. True. What I will say, there was an episode of Dollhouse where Envir, whatever his last name is, is playing Topher, Frank Cran's character. Uh huh. Brilliant. Like, yeah, like if you could pull it amazing. off. Amazing. Like that was, I thought that was Topher's really cool. the best part of that show. Correct. Yeah. Um, he was also the best part of Gavin and Lewis. Correct. 
Also correct. Also correct. That movie was great. I don't even like horror movies, but I was like, you know what? I can I can sit through this, and I loved it. I didn't really find it to be that horrific. No, but I don't need all the blood and guts and scariness either. Yeah. So. I kind of wish they would release alternate versions with different villains or different killers. Okay. But that would involve getting all the actors together and reshooting the entire movie. They're not going to get Chris Hemsworth again. Not for that cheap. <laughs> Not You're not going to get Thor. That's it. Well, that that's also why they delayed releasing the movie for three years until Thor came out. Let's ride the coattails. Heck yeah. Dude, good business. That's all it is. It's true. It's a valid point. Oh, all right. Um, it is 10 o'clock where Ted is. So. Oh, sorry, Ted. It's okay. <laughs> we are, and I have to pack. Cause where I, are you going? I, I go to Yuma every Wednesday through Friday. Why? Because that's my job. What's in Yuma? A courthouse. <gasps> and baby and a train. <laughs> that leaves at 410. 310? <laughs> Whatever. Where are you at, Ted? I'm in North Carolina. Why are you in North Carolina? It's where I live. Nice. Yep. Well, <laughs> for the next two and a half months. Why? Because I'm moving to Florida in December. Okay, that's a smart move. Especially since it's going to start snowing in about two and a half months or less than that. Yeah, we're sort of like Atlanta, where there's a little bit of snow and everyone goes crazy and doesn't know what to do. <laughs> Understandable. So how do you guys know each other? We went to law school together. Okay. Oh, so I have two lawyers? I mean, yay! yay. Well, I'm no longer a lawyer. Well, I am, but I no longer practice or do anything lawyerish. Okay. Do, do you still pay bar dues to New York? Hell no. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you are not a lawyer. So it's okay if I use lawyering as a verb in this crowd. Okay. Oh, my God. Excellent. Course. <laughs> All right. We're don't mess call. up. What? Don't don't mess up. <laughs> don't, don't screw this up, Kenny. Gotta have the giggles. <laughs> hey there, dragons. Kenny Rotter here with Ted Davis. We are going to be talking with Kelly Ryan today. Kelly, we already told everybody a little bit about you, but why don't you give us a little bit more uh, about how you got into fitness? Anything you want to tell us? Uh, well, basically what I said in my intro, um, 34, I'm from Arizona. I work full-time for Fox Sports Arizona, um, so I make sure that all of their commercials run correctly. I've been there for about 12 years now. So I basically sit at a desk all day behind a computer, and I don't move. <laughs> so um, with that said, I worked out a little bit in college, but I've never been one of those athletic workout type people. I've never been super heavy, but I've never been thin either. So after college, I got this job and I sat all day and I gained weight back and I joined the gym probably about a year after I started my job. I didn't push myself. I didn't push myself for the entire time. I'd been going to that gym for six years and I didn't lose any weight <laughs> because I would go and walk for a couple miles and be like, I'm good. And then leave. For my 30th birthday, I decided that I wanted to go to Hawaii and I wanted to look good to go to Hawaii. And so for that New Year's Eve, I decided that I was going to do something different. I was going to change it up. I was going to change my routine, find something different to do to lose the weight. I ended up joining a boot camp through the Tempe Y, and I guess kind of the rest is history. I've kind of met a group of people there, found kind of my niche and working out, and I've been doing it now for the past four years. Excellent. That's awesome. Now, let's get started with a little bit of a lighter topic what is 
or who is your favorite superhero or fictional hero and why? So I'm going to answer both of them for you. This is not an or question. This is most definitely an and. Um, Wonder Woman, by far, my favorite superhero. Not just because she's a female icon to look up to. I just, I enjoy everything that she stands for. She's powerful woman. She's patriotic. She's incredibly strong. I just enjoy everything about Wonder Woman. I actually wrote my honors thesis on her in college, kind of comparing her with some of the more modern superheroes or female heroines like Buffy, Dark Angel, Witchblade, stuff like that. As for fictional hero, as we were talking about earlier, I got to go with Mal Reynolds from Firefly. I know, Firefly nerd. Um, But I just love the fact that he's this normal guy with this normal group of people, and he's put in these awkward sometimes, sometimes dangerous situations, and he always finds a way out of it. He's smart, he's clever, but he's also got a ton of heart, and I just, I really enjoy that about him. Okay, excellent. So, Kelly, real quick, uh, what are your feelings since Wonder Woman is, you know, one of your uh, favorite heroes, superheroes, what are your feelings about Thor? The new Thor. How so? The woman Thor. They just recast Thor as a woman. Really? Okay, wait a minute. I'm behind the times. So her thoughts are she didn't know. I didn't know, number one. <laughs> okay. Number two, I don't know. I don't know if that works. It, I don't know if that makes any sense. I mean, how do you go against all of the past comics about it like what are they changing up do you know they're launching a new comic and thor i mean it's just okay, thor so is no longer male just thor is now female it's a reboot okay just a reboot like like what they want to do with ghostbusters they want to make all the ghostbusters female they just want to make thor female this time yes not movie just comic book. just comic book yes i mean i can get behind that because i really don't feel like there's enough female superheroes out there i mean you have a few and don't get me wrong, they're fantastic, but you don't have as many, obviously, as you get in the male superhero world. And even still, you don't even get, you can't even get a Wonder Woman movie made at this point, or a Wonder Woman TV show, or anything really. I mean, you can get your, your Buffies and, you know, your Dark Angels and stuff like that, but where's your female superheroes? It's a valid Okay, point. yeah. Yeah. Question goes out to you, DC. So, you talked a little bit. Getting back towards fitness, mm -hmm. you did speak a little bit about you got into this boot camp because you were going to Hawaii. Um, what took you to Hawaii? And then was it just wanting to look good on the beaches in Hawaii? Or is there anything that happened in your mind that got you to say, okay, the gym's not working. Let's try something else. You know, I just... I decided that I wanted to do my 30th birthday in Hawaii. It was just this idea that came into my head. Well, and because I'm also a Saved by the Bell nut, I was called the Dirty 30 Hawaiian style. So we had to go <laughs> to Hawaii. Um, and I'd just never been. And I thought, you know, it's a place I've never been to. I want to go. And I thought this is perfect motivation to get me to do something different. And so... To change it up, I actually went to the store and I bought one of those Jillian Michaels DVDs, one of those 30-day, 30 30-minute 30 workouts. And so I did that instead of going to the gym, and I could already see the difference. It wasn't a ton of weight loss or anything, but I could already see that my body was changing because I was doing something different. 
I went to the gym one day and I was at the Y stretching or doing whatever. And this lady turned to me and she said, you should really join boot camp." And I said, I'd never talked to her before in my life. And I was like, well, why? And she's like, I think you'd really like it. You should join it. We all have a really great time in there. And I was scared to death. I did not want to do boot camp because you see that stuff on TV or even, you know, you just, it happens where they say, you know, oh, you didn't do the 20 pushups in time. Now everybody has to do 40 pushups. And I freaked out thinking I didn't want to be that person that caused everybody to do the extra work. (laughs) So I didn't want to join and I was scared. And she said, you really should join. And I thought, you know what? Let's do it. What do I have to lose? I try it once. Let's go. So I go and it was an evening class. My first class I did and it was an hour long and I got through it. And the next morning, I still to this day can remember it laying in my bed, like just a bag of bones. Like I couldn't (laughs) even move anything. (laughs) And I was like, but I, I made it. I survived and I could do it. I can do this again. And I went back and I did it again. And I met some of the most amazing ladies and we kind of formed this group and we were at boot camp four days a week together. And we still work out together four years later. So I like having that group and that camaraderie. With yeah, me. that's awesome. Yeah. So it, with that respect, um, that I mean, that's that's fantastic that you're able to, to bond with those different people um, and form your own group and, and kind of have, you know, not only, you know, a good group of friends, but also sort of accountability. Is there any time when you experienced failure, maybe at boot camp or possibly even, you know, in your life at, at work? You know, I started thinking about this question and I was like, I can't really come up with anything. And then I thought, well, that's incredibly pretentious, Kelly, that you can't come up with anything. Really? (laughs) (laughs) So so I was thinking about that and really, and I, I don't consider it a failure, but it's been a turning point for me is that, um, in addition to the boot camp, I also got started running and I could never run a mile in my life. I used to hate mile run day at school. It was the worst. And so my trainer started us and we started running a half mile and we ran a mile and I've actually ended up running two half marathons since then. By the time I hit the second half marathon, my foot was killing me. And I finally went to the doctor and I have a heel spur. And so I had to stop running and I really took that hard. I still actually, it's been 10 months now and I haven't been able to run and I still take it hard because I miss it. I miss racing. I miss going out to the event and being a part of the energy and all that. And, and I can go and I can walk, but it's not the same thing. I've kind of taken that as a, I need to find a different outlet that I enjoy just as much as running. So I'm now kind of trying to find something different to do. Um, and I just recently picked up Zumba and I'm terrible at it. I'm the most uncoordinated person there is, but I actually really like it and it's something different to do. So I guess it's not necessarily a failure, but it was sort of a hurdle that I had to kind of overcome and figure out a new way around it to, to keep my fitness goals. Great. So just to, just to clarify, mile run day, you are referring to when we had to get out in like yes. middle school and elementary school elementary and run a school, mile. Running that mile around those cones, I was always the last person to finish. So I guess there were some experiences that stick with us through all of our years of life. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. I did not I did not appreciate mile run day either mm-hmm. at school. Uh so I guess you kinda explained how you know you learned from that failure. You took up Zumba. Um that's what you're doing now. Uh is there 
you know, I, not to get too much into the medical side of things, but is there going to be a way for you in the future to get into running again? I'm hoping to start back. Um, my foot actually feels great. I mean, it's been 10 months off of it now and I've been doing elliptical in the meantime too, because it's obviously less impact on it. Um, I'm hoping to go back and start running again, not necessarily long distances anymore. Five K's four miles on the weekends. I'd like to go back to doing, to doing that, but half marathons and anything after that is, is out for me. But my running buddy and I just started talking last week about going back out, trying a half mile and seeing how it feels. So I'm hoping that it's, that it's going to be okay enough to do that, but I'm not going to lie. I do. I do enjoy getting up in the morning and being able to walk like a normal person. So we'll see, we'll see how this goes. Fantastic. Well, so do you have a a favorite mantra or motto um, you'd like to share with share with all of our listeners out there? Sure. Um, so we did this weight loss challenge a while back, and I was really gung ho about it. And I lost a decent amount of weight. Not that I, I didn't need to lose a lot. I just wanted to kind of you know tone up, and and I was doing that. And I realized that to be my ideal weight, number one was too thin for me. Number two, I couldn't enjoy anything that I wanted. So, you know, so I decided that kind of my, the way I live my life is you work hard, you play hard, you eat healthy, but you're not that girl at the party that doesn't have the piece of cake. Absolutely. You have to enjoy yourself, but you also have to be disciplined in what you do too. I think Ted and I know that feeling fairly well. I mean, we're the we live healthy lifestyles, but that's not going to stop us from having burgers and beer. Exactly. And, you know? Or Sour Patch Kids. Or Sour Patch Kids. Do you have an addiction to Sour Patch Kids? I had a bad I experience do. with Sour Patch Kids. I don't like them anymore. What did they do to you? They what? didn't do anything. It was a very bad story. I don't want to share it. Maybe sometime <laughs> in the future. I mean, you can't go... I, I don't like going to drugstores because they're always there looking at me at the checkout line. They're taunting you? Yes. And I, I know what will happen. I'll get them and I'll try to regulate how many I eat. And then within half an hour, my tongue will be burnt from <laughs> eating too many. I won't have any taste buds left and I'll be sitting on my couch sort of upset at myself, but happy because my tummy is full of Sour Patch Kids. I have a bowl of candy in my office and everyone's like, how do you, how do you keep that bowl of candy there and not eat the whole thing? Well, I don't buy candy that I like. I mean, I mean, I like it, but that I won't eat, but then they'll come in and be like, Oh, would you like these Twixes that we bought for you? I'm like, that's just a jerk move. See, That's why I only keep almonds in my office. That's a smart move. So we know what gets Ted up in the morning, which is Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) Always. Kelly, what gets you up in the morning? What drives you to wake up and tackle each and every new day? Well, I'm not going to lie. The cats normally get me up in the morning because they'd like to be fed at 4.15. However, (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually generally a morning person. I'm sadly one of those people that's in bed by about 9 o'clock at night because I get up at 4.15 and I get up and I work out at 5 in the morning. Um, But I find that that's the only time of day that I'm really going to do it. And I know it. I have to be honest with myself. I'm not going to go work out after work. I just, I'm tired. I want to go home. I want to sit down on the couch. In the morning, there's nowhere I need to be. There's no appointments I have to be at. So I know I'm going to be there. I get up in the morning and I can't imagine what adventures I'm going to get into each day because every day of my life is ridiculously random and some 
random adventure happens. So I'm always excited to find out what next is going to happen. Plus, along the same lines, working out with a group of people, I'm held accountable and they're looking for me. And that's one of the main reasons I do like working out in a group is if I'm not there, somebody's texting me at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> wondering where I am. So that accountability gets me up every morning and I enjoy I enjoy working out with them. I enjoy seeing them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, on that vein, um, I do something very similar where I will tell either one of my friends that works out at the gym or the front desk girl that sits at the gym, see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And because I want to be a person who keeps his word, I know that I have to be there the next day to keep my word. It's true. And once you get started on it, I mean, when I say 4.15, most people just give me this look like you have got to be crazy. But once you start the habit, oh, it's yeah. just, it's there. I mean, after a couple of weeks, I was like, okay, I can do this. And 4.30 happened every day. And then I was like, you know what? I can do 4.15 and 4.15 happens every day now. Oh yeah. So it's just, it just becomes your lifestyle. That's Ken, awesome. Kenny, I will say that that front girl, the the girl at the front desk, just she's not super excited about your peppiness every morning. Yeah, I will. I she doesn't work there, there anymore. Oh, oh, she doesn't. She no. left. Are you that guy though that's super happy in the morning? Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> he doesn't have to say anything. He is. Segwaying back to our more nerdy side, is there anything you are nerding out about right now? A movie, a book, Comic Con that's coming up. Something you're really psyched about. I am super psyched for The Flash to premiere on the CW. I am in love with Arrow, and so I am so excited for The Flash. Do you know what's awesome is I've seen the premiere. Is it amazing? Pretty much, yes. I saw it at Comic-Con. Okay, I'm so upset that I missed Comic-Con this year. I'm beyond upset. The next year, travel plans out the window. I plan my travel around, around Comic-Con, Comic-Con. Because I've missed too many good people in the past few years. And I missed Fillion this year. I was talking San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, okay. It is my dream to go to San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I can never get tickets. So if you get tickets, we have to discuss. Okay. Okay. Now, getting back to more nerdy, flashy type stuff. Oh, I'm so excited. If you had one, if you had to be one superhero in a battle royale, where all the superheroes and supervillains across all the multiverses are put on Earth as it is today and told the battle to the death, who are you and why? Um, I still have to go with Wonder Woman. It's just, it's the obvious choice. Uh, number one, still awesome, incredibly strong, bulletproof bracelets, and she has an invisible plane. She can just leave whenever she wants. But she's not invisible. That doesn't mean anything. The plane is still invisible and it still moves. She can still leave on it if she's like, you know what, I'm done. That's <laughs> my friend told me that, that was not a good answer, but I still I would still believe in the invisible plane. You're, so you're you're you kind of are abandoning the battle royale. I'm abandoning the battle royale because I can in my invisible plane. But Superman could just fly away. Superman, no, no. Let's not even go there. Look, Superman. What about Kryptonite? He's got a weakness. Wonder Woman. Okay. Superman can fly away, but if Wonder Woman's got some Kryptonite in her invisible plane, what happens then? But you can see the kryptonite sitting <laughs> in the invisible plane. What if she has it hidden somewhere? You don't know. The seats are invisible. What if the pocket's invisible? No. Okay. You're not even thinking about this, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is not where it you needs to be right now. You are not thinking about this right. All right. If you could. <laughs> I got you on that one, didn't I? <laughs> yes. All right. If you could train with one person, dead or alive, who would it be 
like, why? I thought about this a lot. And I ended up actually going with Jillian Michaels because when I started that DVD, I hated it. Let me tell you, words that came out of my mouth were not nice to Jillian. However, <laughs> she pushed me. And I know I pushed myself at the same time, but watching the DVD, I was like, she's mean. And she pushes you to do what she wants you to do. And the thing is, I have to be pushed that way because as we can see from six years of going to a gym and not getting any results, I don't push myself. I need someone else to push for me, which is also why I enjoy doing personal training because she knows what I'm capable of and she makes me do it. You know, she'll say, you know, Kelly, go get the the heavier weight. I'm like, but I don't want to, you know, but she's going to push me to do it. And that's the thing is like Jillian doesn't, she doesn't take any flack from anybody and she makes those people do what they're supposed to do. And in the end, she gets the results. So I actually, I respect, I don't necessarily feel like it's always the nicest thing that she does, but I see what she's trying to get at and her goals for the people she's training. Okay. I like that's, it. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, and, you know, that could actually happen. Yeah. See? You could actually train I could with train Jillian with Jillian Michaels. Michaels. Yeah. yeah. We, get, we get some, you know more dead people than alive really answers a lot yeah and uh that can happen some people did suggest bruce lee to me and i was like no jillian's she would beat me up pretty badly i'm still partial to terry cruz we know kenny okay so (laughs) kelly you find yourself in a post-apocalyptic world fighting for survival predators human and animal what do you do to maintain your fitness if there's no one else to support you and push you? Okay. And what weapon would you choose for protection? For maintaining my fitness, I would definitely want to keep up with my running. Um, I would want to be able to run away from anything that was chasing me. And I immediately went to zombies. I was like, this way I can outrun zombies. And somebody asked me, how do you know it's a zombie apocalypse? I'm like, there's always zombies. It doesn't matter what's happening. So I would want to keep running. I would also want to, which is still one of my goals actually, is to be able to do unassisted pull-ups so I can pull myself over fences and walls and get away from anything that's chasing me. Um, Weapon-wise, this was hard. Anything that I could like wield in my hand, I feel that somehow would be damaging to myself. I am an incredible klutz. So I ended up going bow and arrow. I feel like it's a little trite because it's very Katniss Everdeen, very Oliver Queen, but... I like the bow and arrow for the distance you can get on it, and that way you don't have to be right next to the person you're fighting. Okay, I like it. A bow and arrow is uh, is a great choice. Thank you. Um, do you know how to use a bow and arrow? No. Oh no. <laughs> but I would like to. I think it'd be pretty cool, actually. Okay, so before the apocalypse, yeah, you I take lessons. Learn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. All right. Well, I'm, uh, after those nerdy questions, we're gonna we're gonna jump back into fitness real quick. Do you have a resource or an app, maybe a piece of equipment or something that your trainer pushes you to use frequently that you can really get behind and uh, refer uh, to our listeners that they could possibly use? Sure. Um, resource wise, I did use I on and off use it, but um, my Fitness Pal. I actually really enjoy it for tracking calories. Um, they have a ton of stuff in their database so you can go in and say, you know, I ate a banana and it'll count the calories for you right there. And you track your calories for the day. It also tracks your weight loss goals. Like if you want to lose 10 pounds, it'll tell you how many calories you need to eat per day. And you track how much water you're drinking and everything like that. It's actually a really great app 
if you're if you're kind of lazy and you don't want to sit there and write out a food journal, it's just your online food journal, and you can put it on your phone and all that good stuff. Um, the funny thing was, I was asking somebody at work, I was like, do I really use anything fitness-wise? And one of the guys at work was like, you mean that uh, bracelet around your wrist that you wear every day? That would be the Fitbit that I had forgotten yeah. about. <laughs> it, was, it was on my wrist. Yes, I started the Fitbit, um, oh gosh, maybe in March, I think I started wearing the Fitbit. And my goal is 10,000 steps a day. For the most part, I do I do hit it. It does not count cycling or anything like that, but it does count the elliptical and running and walking and all that stuff. Um, sometimes it does count moving your arms and flailing them, FYI. So it is a little bit of a cheater, but it does, <laughs> it does um, a pretty good job of keeping me motivated to move. So when I first got it, I actually started walking at lunch, walking more during the day because it was counting for me. Um, it also tracks your sleep and you can link it to my fitness pal and it'll track your calories and kind of keep it all together. So that's actually pretty cool. Um, workout wise, my trainer really does love kettlebells. She's big into the kettlebells. So we do a lot of kettlebell swings, tricep work with it, ab work with it. Um, we use the BOSUs a lot. Okay. Yeah. I actually enjoy the BOSU quite a bit. It's good for balance and... Are we talking the half? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot for balance. And then you can use it too to do your weightlifting while you're balancing. So for your Fitbit, do you ever just flare your arms because you're really low on your steps? Um, I No, but I am a very emphatic talker. So I use my hands when I talk. So I hit 10,000 steps sometimes without even knowing it because I'm just talking to someone. <laughs> and everyone at work... <laughs> They just judge me. They just does judge it, me when I does it beep or it, like, does it, it let you know it you're vibrates. in the middle of conversation? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it vibrates when it happens. And for some reason I feel the need when it does that, I go, oh, ten thousand steps. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then I'm that jerk that's just said I've hit ten thousand steps while I'm sitting at my desk. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah, that's, they're they're pretty impressed when that happens. That's really good. You might want to add another thousand just to take into account I, the flails. Correct. Correct. Also, train rides. It also counts train rides. My Fitbit is very, very forgiving. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I, as in you are sitting in a yeah. seat on a train and it counts the train steps. Correct. <laughs> I was I was in Chicago and I took the train from the suburbs to the city and I started walking around the city and I hit 10,000 steps and I thought, I have not gone five miles yet. And then I looked at, and it'll tell you how many steps you did at a certain time of day. So it'll say between 8.30 and 8.45, you took 1,700 steps. And I'm like, I was sitting on a train between 8.30 and 8.45. Oh. That's what I was doing. Yep. (laughs) Sitting here doing nothing. Awesome. Well, Fitbit. So watch your Fitbit. Just, yeah. Just know. All right. Finally, to finish some things off, uh, where can people connect with you um, on the tweeters or the Facebooks? And what parting advice do you have for anyone and everyone out there listening to this podcast right now? Um, I am on Twitter at kryan80. So K-R-Y-A-N-8-0. You're not following me on Twitter, Kenny? Uh, no, I'm adding you right now. Thank you. Um, I also write a blog. It's not very often. It's few and far between. But um, it's called raisedontv.wordpress.com. So you can find me on there as well. And I am on Facebook. Parting advice... I guess would be 
that staying disciplined is a lot of hard work and that every day is a battle, but you have to stick with it because the results are so worth it. Both physically and mentally, the results are worth it. And to find something that you enjoy to do. I'm not very athletic. I'm not very coordinated. So there's certain things that, you know, I don't really enjoy to do, but there's people who love yoga. There's people who love Zumba. There's people who love weight training. You have to find what you like because that's what you're going to end up sticking with. So I started writing down your Twitter and I realized I was starting to write kryptonite. I just want you to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's Superman's weakness. He is not worth it in a battle royale. I'm telling you. Oh, no, we agreed. We had a very long conversation that Superman is not our character of choice in a battle royale. So who's yours? Oh, we're not there yet. Oh. Kenny has yet to reveal his character of choice. Dang it. Well, no, because we're going to put ours up before this one. So oh, true. everyone will already have known. So I personally, who did I say? You don't even remember? No, I can't. I know who I said. Who? Flash. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. See, so you can run away. Yep. I, th- I think actually we never actually answered the question and we just dove into who would end up beating Superman. And That's true. We thought. Well, I, I discovered that I'm faster than Superman. Yes. You're the Flash. Yeah. We said. Well, there's, there's touch and go there for a little bit. Batman would have Kryptonite. Peter Parker is smart enough to make Kryptonite. Comic yeah, book Peter Parker, not the amazing Spider Man Peter Parker. Okay. Uh, and then apparently it's in canon. Aquaman's trident can pierce Superman. Shut it down. I yeah. will not. No. Yep. Aquaman can beat Superman? Yep. That's not what I said. I said Aquaman's trident yeah, can pierce Superman. Aquaman's got the trident. But Aquaman likes Superman because he saves him in Superman the movie. All right. I mean... Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I don't know. You know what? My if I had to be any superhero in a battle royale, I would be Chunk from the Goonies. Well played. <laughs> Cause seriously, what kind of asshole is gonna kill a little kid? I would. <laughs> You're the Flash. You're too busy running. All right. I can run toward him. Everyone, I'll run right through him. Hey. What? We gotta, we gotta we gotta sign off, Ted. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Hope you had a good time. Contact with Kelly. Drop us a line. Send us an email. Tweet us. Facebook us. However you want to get in touch with us. Work out nerd out, everybody. Really hope that's not going to be our ending. It's going to be the ending on this one. Yay. (laughs) As always, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Send me an email at ken at dumbbellsanddragons.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Dumbbells and Dragons. Connect with us on Twitter at Dumbbells Dragon. Also, our theme song, Roll a D6 by Assorted Intricacies, can be found on iTunes, or you can listen to it on YouTube now.